bum bum don't don't be lame it's us we're back i'm lame i'm totally i'm in a good mood and i'm not afraid to show it and I want you to know how much I love being with you guys. Not only you, you guys, but the other you guys, or maybe you guy that makes up our listener. We have um, two listeners now. Shout out I to am... my friend, Nikki. Uh, do we have two? Just yeah. one plus the one you know? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Get Going somewhere positive. Uh, I, I know we have more listeners, but I like saying we have one listener. Um, I am missing a Saints game. And it's not yes, that. You're not missing much. Let's be honest. I'm still a fan. Still a fan. Still a part of the Houdat Nation, even though we are in a lot of bad ways this season. It's still a Get home your bags game. Out. You know. Yeah. No kidding. Become the the Aints instead of the Saints, like back in the day. Man, but it's I am rebuilding um, here. It it really look. You know, rebuilding to rebuilding a decade. A cheap price for uh, uh, the quarterback from the Texans. Deshaun Watson, come on down. (laughs) Yeah, I guarantee you we're trying to lay the groundwork for that trade for sure. But before I get caught off into football and and really make Mitch very, very happy about it, uh, I want to go ahead and say hello to my co-hosts that make my motherfucking day today. I have had a crazy-ass day, I'll tell you about in a second first. To my right, my virtual right, I guess, is Becky. Becky with the good hair. Hey. About to endow us with a cool-ass story about uh, something that parallels commercials that Brando and I both get a know by. We'll talk about that more in a second. And then Brando. Brando over here in a creative onesie as usual. Guys, thank you. Welcome back to another episode of The Box. It's actually box. Uh, my Adidas three-stripe tracksuit. Show some respect. Ooh, what color? Sorry, I didn't know. Red, didn't black, know or, red black, black, or blue. Black, but I have a blue one as well. Nice. Dude, you you are the guy that, you're the perfect, like, build size frame for a, a black three-stripe tracksuit. You really are. Is that a Tony Soprano fat joke? It's <laughs> definitely Ooh. like a family guy Italian Russian mobster fat joke. What you're saying is yeah, hey, gold, uh, gold necklace, some hair coming out of the chest area, zip down a little midway, a little medallion. That's what's up. But it has to now, be gold. There are some good things are ha- some good things are happening for me and I'll, I'll discuss the tracksuit as being a part of that a little bit later on. Oh, we are definitely going to talk about your uh, broken apathy with real life good news because I am s- totally savoring the flavor of this moment. It's not all bad news in Brando land, and I'm excited to get to it. You don't um, even know half of the good news, actually. Oh, well, then this will be, uh, you know, as as your mom's house would say, a chips in the bowl moment. I can't wait. But before we get there need to say uh your lovely assortment box of short opinions and hot takes the brevity box podcast is brought to you by ruminations radio network and specifically by area 42 studios and sound you'll get more and more information about area 42 as we develop and go on but if you'd like to check out what we're doing or maybe support what we're doing if you like what we're doing you can check us out at our website at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com and become a supporter of us by checking out our Patreon account. See what you like. Or just simply look at all the different podcasts that we offer you. Check them out. Follow the ones that you like and subscribe. Just right there, right there on your screen. Whichever app you're using, it doesn't matter. iTunes, Spotify, 
whatevs. We're just glad to have you back and listening. And, uh, and it's going to make my day. I really, I'll share that in a second. Let's start with Brando's good news because most of the time he's the one with a sour bush and life isn't right and things suck. Now I want to know what's good. Jesus fucking Christ. Dang. You know I'm not that bad. I know you're I'm not, not that bad. Sure. I'm not Eeyore, you piece of shit. Yeah, a little Eeyore, just a little bit. Just a little <sighs> bit. Just a little bit. Curmudgeonly. You're my favorite curmudgeon on the planet, and you know it. Thank you. It's my middle name. So what's the news, bro? Well, I got two pieces. So we're going to start with the first one. After... After 10 years of working for Mr. Spacely at the Spacely Sprockets factory, that I, my, my tenure has come to an end as I have actually, pos- have actually accepted a position with Callahan Auto Parts. Ooh. Nice. nice. Um, Way to go, Tommy boy. It is, permanent, it is permanent work from home. Oh. It is Yo. better 401k benefits, which are very important. Nice. Of course. And... Oh, yeah. 30% more than I was making. Holy shit. Wow. Way to go, Daddy Warbucks. Nice. Mm-hmm. Anybody so, interested in dating Brando, you can submit your applications on our Instagram. Yeah, or Nikki, check, if you're single, holler at, your boy, holler at your boy. <laughs> or send us your information and your, your deets, as they used to say, <laughs> to brevityboxpodcast uh, at gmail.com. And, yeah, and to and. In, in these emails, just to use as, as a weed out process, I need you to list your most controversial opinion. Ooh, that's good. <sighs> that's a good nice. one. I like yeah, that. That's going to be, if I go back on the apps, that'll be my my starter. That's a really good one. Yeah. It, that's a good that one. That is a it good weeds one. Out, it weeds out the batshit crazy right off the bat. It does. And then I a mean, couple of days, is. so I'm still waiting on my background check to clear to, so I can start making everything official. But if the state of Arizona gives me a piece of plastic that lets me carry a gun, I'm not worried about passing this one. Yeah. <laughs> well, in defense of the batshit crazy, they do tend to be more fun in certain um, atmospheres. <laughs> but, and after that, I actually uh, went to the doctor to uh, get my annual blood work and go over all that. And for the first time in my adult life, every single... P- Every single thing to look for in your typical yearly blood test is in the normal range. Nice Congratulations, done, Brando. Man. Proud of you. I was so expecting, I was kind of hope. I don't even know about hoping, but some part of me was thinking that was just going to be a bit where you're going to go like, and I went to the doctor and he said, Mr. Welch, your penis has gotten bigger. Unbelievable. <laughs> like Dr. Spichemin is like, like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> Leave Goldilocks out of this, okay? <laughs> it's a medical miracle, Mr. Welch. You've got a new job, a new lease on life, and two inches in order to play with. And yes, they called it Goldilocks because everyone says it ain't too big, it ain't too little, it's just right. It's just oh. right. <laughs> and just like porridge, too much. Might I feel like sick. I had to kick my own ass for that one. But anyways. Yeah, kind of. It's cheesy, yeah, but it was so, great. So, I mean, cheesy, but good. And yes, as, as, I'm, as I'm rapidly encroaching on 40... I gotta make sure that I'm not a unhealthy piece of shit. So, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah I feel I've, you, over the last of the last uh, three years, definitely, definitely improved. Good. That's pretty, I mean, look, really pleased. I, I can say on a on a non joking note, I've known this man for a long time, and I'm uh, very familiar with uh, you know 
the kinds of medical obstacles that he's faced. We were roommates for a long time, and he's very well aware of all the medical obstacles my wife has had to overcome as well. It's such a big fucking deal for things to come back perfect and for you not to have anything to worry about because there's always surprises, always surprises. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say something pretty deep right now. Uh-oh. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on, Becky. Yeah. There's depth coming. Let's uh, okay. let's take a moment. Okay. Let's get a little let's prepare ourselves. I'm no stranger to having trouble sleeping at night. But for the first time in a long time, it's not out of anxiety. It's because I'm finally excited for the future. You know. Oh, you don't want crying. Oh my god. <laughs> And also because as soon as I put in my notice, I'm taking a run at that hot supervisor at the Sprocket Factory. That's right, bro. Oh, you get That's it, bro. What you go far. Yep. You get it. One hundred percent. Go peak American beauty on that. Oh, shit. that raven-haired beauty. You will be yeah. mine. Because I'm. Or just I'll take. Or I'll take my. Or I'll take my L like a fucking man. That's what you got to do. Just go so, straight, straight, straight American beauty, bro. When you, <laughs> I'm just an ordinary guy with nothing to lose. I can't wait to see what happens there. Yeah, well, uh, we shall see what happens. Well, like speaking the, of, I like the Notting Hill approach. And thus, and thus, it comes back to the tracksuit because uh, I no longer give any fucks. <laughs> I totally wore that shit to the off to the to the to the factory. I work in the office above the factory. You know, it's kind of like a Dunder Mifflin thing. But still, yeah. <laughs> I still prefer. I'm starting. To, I'm starting. I'm starting a new a new thing while I'm there, and I'm going to try to get it to catch on. Hashtag tracksuit Thursdays. Hey, I like that's it. fucking dope. I like it a lot too. I think people could have a lot of fun with it as well. If those fucking weirdos get ready for a lot bow, of... Hey, if those fucking weirdos in account to get a bow tie Tuesdays, I can have this. What were you saying, Becky? I said get ready for a lot of uh, old school juicy tracksuits. Oh, middle-aged women give me a nice crushed velvet action man i'll come in showing you some 70s funk mm. one of those big ass <laughs> awkward collars that sits on the shoulder like tips of the shoulders that's what i would be wearing man now speaking of the tracksuit i do believe that george costanza is truly a criminally overlooked philosopher of our time and the man <laughs> once said that if he could he would drape himself in velvet and by god he did it mm-hmm. now I'm not that ridiculous of a human being, so I Yet. go with the Adidas three-stripe tracksuit. Yet. But it, but George was right. It's a very comfortable life. Wait till that extra 30% keeps rolling in while you're working at home. I get oh, and, and, and can I can I just mention as well that I wore my, my favorite pair of chucks to the uh, the office as well? I was basically a Cuban link chain in a cankle hat away from being in a late 80s, early 90s hip-hop video. Hey, dude, the, <laughs> the Chucks it. are the official shoe of the Rebel in mm-hmm. every John Hughes movie ever made. Yep. Damn right. 100%. They're sexy. Smoke they up, Johnny. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he was wearing those floppy boots. Floppy boots. But look, I know what you're saying about being in your 40s, and I'm going to take a second and say something that because is buddy, so you're 40-ish. Uh, it's in the mind, bro. It's in the mind. But I will tell you. And in your beard. This show, this podcast, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Nationwide Insurance. And I'm going to say that a couple of times. They're not an official sponsor, and I don't give a shit. I'm going to talk highly of them. Why? I know we gave you a pet update from before, and I'm not going to go into detail about what my pet's going through because it's some deep shit. But I will tell you today was a good day 
and nationwide pet insurance is reimbursing me 90% of my expenses. So they get a shout out. Mm -hmm. They get a shout out hardcore. And my wife gets a shout out because I was the typical stubborn 40 something husband that was like, why are we going to pay for insurance? But guess what? We needed it. And she was right. And I was kind of, it's kind of like a condom. I mean, you'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. What is a condom? It's something that you uh, should just get done like a vaccine. You know, it's the kind of thing I would expect you to send me for Christmas and say, please don't have children. (laughs) Here's a box of condoms from me to you. Honestly, I just figure by this point you've smoked yourself sterile. It's possible. I'm not going to lie. I mean, 20 years of any specific thing back to back. You don't have swimmers. You just have fat dudes going down a lazy river. (laughs) (laughs) Kentucky Fried Semen. Ineffective. (laughs) (laughs) You're totally right. They'd be uninterested. They'd look right at the egg and go, that sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) I'm tired. I've been swimming all day. No, you're, you know, I I have to say uh, insurance makes it easier. And my my dog is home. Days are good. I'm feeling awesome. I'm happy to be here. And just like you, man, I wish I had a tracksuit to celebrate it, to be honest. I really do. But anyway, yes. that's what a 40-something Congratulations, would say. Congratulations, Brando. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Brando, for the good news. I'm surprised and happy, and I hope to never see... The dark apathy Brando return. Oh, this is my heart is still black. Don't worry, I'm not, yeah, I'm not okay. changing that much. Let's, let's wait until that extra thirty percent comes rolling in, and you have all the Apple products you can get your hands around. I already have them all. They'll be new. They're always something new. It's Apple. It's Give true it because months. I might have to get a PS5 or an Xbox now for Elden Ring. I'll have to get a. You can't get a PS5 anywhere. I asked. Yay! I can't wait. And then I'd have to get a 4K TV, then a 4K Apple TV, and I wouldn't be doing this until like March. 4K monitor, go 4K monitor all the way. Well, I got, I have, well, since I'm going to be working remotely for Callahan, I got to see what monitor they send me first. We'll, We'll go with that. Well, you know, it's clear that we're already getting into our deep dork speak. (laughs) <laughs> and we were kind of hitting on this before the show started because clearly uh, Be- Becky can be a little embarrassed about the big dorks that we are, even though Brando's supreme dorkiness helped her correct the uh, updated changes to her Apple yes. product. Yes. So she benefits from our dorkiness. I benefit from the dorkiness. That's why I keep you guys around. Because I looked in the fucking settings app, guys. I said, uh, you knew you internal you knew you always knew I knew to that go shit to annoyed him. me too and I had to change you did yeah and I wouldn't know Brando he's is the only person I thought of me. going to when I saw it this morning mm-hmm. well so while we're talking about what kind of dorks we are I kind of mentioned that it is my thought my belief that everybody has a dork side everybody every single person has a dork side maybe more than one and what Becky revealed, and I'm not going to give it away, I'm going to hint at it a second by a personal <laughs> story, but then I want to hear more about her dork side. But her dork side, in fact, I'm going to listen to it first, and then I'm going to tell my story. Go ahead and tell them what your dork side obsession is. I'm obsessed with Disney movies and Disney, all things Disney. Mm-hmm. And what which did I you just get done doing? Huge, which I consider a huge red flag in a woman, I'm just saying. <laughs> what did I just finish doing? Is that what you said? 
Yeah, what did you just finish setting up that you were telling um, us about? I finished setting up one of my Christmas trees that is all Disney ornaments. Pause, pause, rewind. One of? Yeah. I have four uh, Christmas trees. I'm just going to give it a quiet second to let that sink in. Fuck. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. That's four red flags. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. Listen, I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite. My grandpa used to be a mall Santa. You sound, you sound like one of those weirdos that comes from like a fucking well-adjusted family or some shit. Well, uh, eh. well, you don't know that. It could have been a drunk mall Santa. No, he was he was one of the best mall Santas you'll ever see. I'll have to share a picture with you guys. But that um, would be awesome. The fam, their my mom's family was huge Christmas fans. My mom's a huge Christmas person, and she kind of passed it on to me. And now I have four Christmas trees in my house. They're I mean, look, gonna, they're never going to hear this, but my my stepmom is a gigantic Christmas nerd to a point where it actively annoys the fuck out of my dad and I. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun it's, going and buying decorations. Bad. And like today I turned on a Christmas movie and I was hanging up all okay. my ornaments and it just made me happy. <laughs> so does each tree have a different theme? Yes. Each each theme is Disney oriented. Oh God! No, no, what did, no, no, what did no. you do? What did you do to the JJ tree? JJ <laughs> Watts ornament is on my living room tree, and that tree it's is just a just... giant rock biter statue. <laughs> no, all my Christmas trees are white, by the way, because I don't like green Christmas trees. But he's on the main Christmas tree, and that one's just all cool ornaments that I've collected over the years. And then the tree in my room is all my sports ornaments. <laughs> and then my other tree is flower themed. So you have like a wait, time hang on, hang on. like wait, you have like a time stone ornament in the sports ornaments of when the Cubs won the pennant and yeah. we went to the dark timeline. Mm-hmm. Charlie, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Oh yeah. How much do you want to bet she somehow has a lock of JJ's hair on that fucking tree? I don't have Dude. that yet. I'm working on it. If we if we could just you can't hear us we're on the cone of silence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're whispering. You can't hear anything. That's all. I'm, that's all. I'm just okay. So that does the Disney tree have one specific theme, or is it just all Disney? It's mostly Disney princesses, but it has oh, a bunch of oh. other Disney. Okay, that one tree is two red flags. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what, what which ones? Which ones at the top? Cinderella. Okay. What was uh what was the main character in Emperor's New Groove? Was it Cusco? Cusco. <laughs> so my um my and I'll send you this picture. My cousin went as Cusco and it was perfect. It was perfect. And when I started asking him what he would tell people, he said he said it's the one unrecognized Disney princess movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it truly is. Yeah. <laughs> It's totally true. I have a question. I, I have a question for Becky. Then. Yes. Yeah. Is Ray from A Force Awakens and the new Star Wars movies a Disney princess? Oh. I mean, I is, Black, is Black Widow a Disney princess? I've never seen Star Wars, so I oh. I can't. Is is I is Wanda is Wanda? <laughs> Is Wanda a Disney wait, princess? Wait, she wait. Be. She's never seen Star Wars. I have felt a disturbance in the dork force. 
There are a thousand dorks crying right now. A thousand, dorks, a thousand dorks cried out, and then we're suddenly silenced. How dare you? She is not a woman. She is not. I've just never been. I used to actually work with a woman that had a gigantic. What's what's that fucking Mandalorian skull called? Well, she had a big one of those on her forearm, and I believe if I'm remembering the conversation correctly, she actually regrets getting it because of all the nerds trying to approach her and talk to her and like gatekeep her tattoo. Oh, I mean, you are kind of putting out a signal to the type of person you're looking for, right? Still, I'm just saying. I mean, it's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong. With using a, a girl's Star Wars tattoo as a conversation starter, but don't then start asking her Star Wars questions, trying to suss out how much of a dork she is. Yeah, that's fair. There's, there's a big fat. That line. is fair. Mm-hmm. That is that is definitely fair. Yeah, that mm-hmm. still, I you know I don't even I'll have to ask Becky mm-hmm. about this because I'm sure. Becky, you must have been approached by more than one dork, and it's got to be the most uncomfortable situation ever. Like you, you come across to me as somebody who would be way more comfortable with a six foot six, like pro athlete. You Hang would on. not be I totally, intimidated, dude. Dude, this, but, this makes perfect sense. You know. Becky is Regina George. If Regina George wasn't a dick, okay, high school. Please. That is <laughs> high school Becky. That is high school Becky. Tell the audience who Regina George is, please. She's a that mean was girl. Mc, that was Rachel McAdams. McAdams in the modern classic Mean Girls. Yes, I wasn't a Thank mean you, girl Tina in Faye. high school though. Thank you, Tina Fey. No, no, no. Like I said, you, you're her, her if she wasn't a dick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, totally. That was totally you in high school, wasn't it? No. <laughs> Interesting. I, Interesting. You would, I would have to get like a couple of my friends on here because I never thought anything were you the of one myself. That thought, were you the one that thought her tits could tell the weather? No. I wasn't okay, that good. stupid. Good. No. Oh, thank God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Brenda was like, oh, I thought we had something in common. No. I don't know. I, well, I don't know. I didn't look at myself like anything in high school. That would be an interesting episode to cover, like yeah. who we were, post some pictures, talk about like what kind of people we were. Yeah. Maybe get, <laughs> Fuck no. Maybe get some friends on here and no talk pictures. about it. Yeah, I, I that would be a really interesting picture... episode. The only picture in my senior yearbook was me leaving school when I wasn't supposed to be leaving school. <laughs> and, 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 and also awkwardly, like I still had this uh, whole, <laughs> like, I think I was wearing a denim, a t- white t-shirt, a denim button up shirt that was unbuttoned on my shoulder and denim like jeans. And then I think Canadian I was wearing Tevas, Tevas oh, with shit. socks. No. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth. I did too. It's awful. Uh, it's awful. But you like got laid. You got laid in high school. Not that day, but when I wasn't wearing Tevas with socks, yeah, I did. Mm. And I probably shouldn't have been. But <laughs> I want to touch on your Disney obsession because mm-hmm. uh, I know and I'm very close to somebody who also has a Disney obsession, and I'll hit you up with what weirded me out about them in just a second when we come back. But first, we're going to take a break. And get a word from our sponsors and maybe a little advertisement from one of our uh, podcasts that's on our website with us. And we'll be back in just a second. 
Hey kids, it's Don Shanahan from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. If you've been enjoying this show, come listen to Will Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst on Cinephile Hissy Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. Okay, we're back. I hope you enjoyed that. I did. So what I want to do... It was okay. It was all right. It, it, it made it move. So, Becky, your Disney obsession. When I first started dating Brooke, mm-hmm. uh, and we were getting, you know, closer and more interested, and I got invited over to where she was staying. And she had her own, there was a guest house on her uncle's, you know, her uncle had a guest house that she was living in. And I remember the first time I went in there, you know, the living room, everything looks pretty normal. And then the closer we got to the bedroom, there was like a pretty decently sized table, not like a corner table or an end table, like a fucking table, mm-hmm. a, a, a decently sized table that was covered in Toy Story memorabilia. And I mean, all of it, the the three eyed guys from the the claw machine oh, the that we're all like the claw like <laughs> them multiple versions of buzz lightyear woody mm-hmm. the 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 you name it she had it dog. <laughs> she had it too so you have to understand i'm like 25 and i go over to this really smoking hot girl's house and it's just an arsenal of toy story memorabilia and I was, uh, I thought I might get assaulted middle of the night. <laughs> I really thought this psychopath is going to like some me. house of a thousand corpses kind of shit right there, man. <laughs> That's really, freaky. I, I kind of expected there to be some costume in the closet where she's like, okay, I'm kind of into it, but I need you to do something for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to end up wearing some like cheap Halloween buzz light year and have to say <laughs> to infinity and beyond at awkward moments. Oh gosh. That's great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> or, or 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 be Woody and and just to get going, be rich for the sky. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, red flags aside, I definitely had my own red flags, and it turned out to be a great thing. But it scared the shit out of me <laughs> when I, I first saw it. I know a f- I know a few people, few a few women as well that uh, women are people. Don't try and cancel me. Don't twist that around. <laughs> but I know, I know some people that uh, that have like a Funko Pop room, and it's shelves of these things. I don't understand. Literally wall to wall, floor to ceiling. I don't get those. Those those people give me some like John Doe from Seven vibes. Yeah, like <laughs> I love that. They movie. like fight yeah. people for those, and I don't get it. Especially, especially if they're arranged in order of release. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know about somebody who has a collection, a whole room full of them, but I will. It's just an addiction at that point. And that's a weird thing. I mean, that would, that would little, that would make me uncomfortable. You know what else? It's, it, that is right along walking into a dark room and you click on the light and it's a collection of those old style dolls with no. the porcelain nope, eyes. I'm leaving. Nope, I'm out. I mean, I like out hundreds out of them in fucking dresses. No. And Pass, like one of them, Pass. like Annabelle in a rocking chair. No, thank you, man. Like the whole, yeah, that would fucking, my sister had those kinds of dolls and they <sighs> always freaked me out. 
Those eyes, those dead staring no. eyes. <laughs> just I, the, you just gave me the chills. Shit ever. No. <laughs> Gross. But you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Fucking crazy. I don't have anything like Kathy. that. No, thank you. Uh-oh. I don't have anything like that. The, says the says the woman with a JJ Watt Christmas tree. It does it's just one ornament on my main Christmas tree and a stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> And a projection of him on my wall, and a pillow. What she's not, t- what she's not telling us is she somehow has, <laughs> she somehow has a picture of him like stapled to the face of one of those gigantic Costco teddy bears sitting next to the wall by the tree. No, but I do have a funny story about one of those though too. Lay it on. So I had a friend pass away, and um, he sent us all these really large, uh, six foot tall bears like you get at Costco. With his ashes sewn into them, and the the um, the t shirts say our names like I love like mine says I love Becky and um a while back I always forget that his ashes are in there. <laughs> I like this guy's I like this guy's style. That gives me ideas. Well, at his funeral too, um he he didn't want to be in a casket. He wanted to be in his favorite chair. So they embalmed him and put like sitting. And he was sitting up wearing sunglasses at his funeral. It was really cool. But I always forget that. I would have got along real well with this dude. Yeah, he was one of the coolest guys. Um, I always forget that. Like... It, it's. I always forget he's in my guest room. And when my ex first spent the night, he went to go use the bathroom. And he was like, oh, my God, that fucking giant teddy bear scared me. And I was like, yeah, you want to know what's real scary is my friends in there. And he, like, legit thought. That my friend had zipped himself up in this teddy bear costume. There's a dead person in there. Yeah, and and then I had to explain to him, I'm like, there's a dead person in there. And he's like, oh. It's really creepy and super creative, and I kind of want to steal the idea. Yeah. It's one of my my favorite bears, yeah. Yeah. Because it puts you it puts you in a bad position as the bear recipient, because what are you gonna do? Throw the bear away? Yeah. You're gonna keep him with you forever. Yeah. And you want to know the corny dad joke name that you give a bear like that, right? No, what? Paul Bearer. <laughs> and that's our show. Thanks for listening. Uh, We're going to wrap it up forever We're now. We're here all week. <laughs> Mitch, 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 we need, Mitch, we need a new host. Are you busy? Tip your, tip your waiter. I'll be here all week. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? said it. Those are the crickets. The crickets. I I I totally hear the crickets. (laughs) It's the worst (laughs) joke ever. But I couldn't help myself. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty pretty bad. So bad is good. So bad is good. So I uh, I have a great Thanksgiving story that's gonna totally annoy Brando, but reaffirm so many of his criticisms of me. And it was my turkey was sexier than your turkey. I yeah, your turkey was. I look. I I did not have that kind of Thanksgiving. Sadly, uh, we did, uh, we did go and uh, end up making the traditional brook Thanksgiving with the bacon draped maple basted roasted turkey, and it was fantastic. And she made a cran apple pie, which I recommend to anybody who's willing to take on the endeavor. Is an amazing pie. Um, Tart sweet. I mean, she did that just for us and we had to share it with everybody, right? Um, but she wanted to make it. We just missed that Friendsgiving. Back in the day, for many years, 
I would get a group of people to come over to my house in Arizona and Tucson, and we would end up having people ditching their families to come hang out at, uh, you know, house Langley and sit there and have a, a tremendous day of eating. We had a pre-turkey turkey because we had a bunch of bros over. So I would smoke a turkey with hickory smoke a turkey and, uh, or mesquite smoke a turkey. And Brooke would then do her roast turkey like six hours mm -hmm. later. So the whole day was just full of sports, food, uh, really awful and amazing uh, inebriation. It was always something to remember. And we wanted to savor that now that we're, you know, a thousand miles away. Uh, it's it, We missed that part of it. You, Brando, your turkey was gorgeous. And it reminded me of those smoked turkeys. What That was you and your dad's turkey? Yeah, every year we uh, dust off Grandpa's old Weber grill and throw a turkey on there after brining it. Uh, use indirect heat. Comes out pretty amazing, based as you would normally. Takes about four hours. So it looked fantastic. Becky, what did you do for Thanksgiving? I went over, my family has, my parents have friends that they play cards with. Um, it's like a big group of people, so they all take turns hosting Thanksgiving. So we went over That's to cool. whoever's turn it was this year. Mm -hmm. What a great idea. Yeah. Oh, I forgot one more thing about the turkey. Uh-oh. Here's, here's the pro gamer move, ladies and gentlemen. What you do is you somehow finagle like a brownie pan to hang below the turkey on the grill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You catch yeah, all those beautiful runoffs, especially you're when talking. you're smoking with mesquite yeah. charcoal, like a real man. Sorry, Hank Hill. <laughs> and then what you do is you take I that and you strain meat. it. Get the chunks out and everything, and then you use that to help mix, uh, get, get in your gravy, and you got the most delicious smoky grill gravy. Fuck, it's amazing. It's one of the things that I really... I literally just got a food boner thinking about it. <laughs> I'm a, I, man, I remember, and I don't know, Brando, if you've always been um, as good of a cook as you are now. <laughs> I, re nope. I remember, right. So I remember you not cooking at all. And now you're this diverse fucking like you're you're above the average well, yeah when i lived with you i was getting kitchen. laid now i gotta work for it i had to learn new skills <laughs> <laughs> hey i was helping with my cooking in many of those situations okay i had a good meal and then you took it from there but this guy this guy does he smokes he does the sous vide He's doing a uh, uh, instant pot. You do a uh, air fryer, right? You've got like you got. I'm thinking about taking some of my uh, final factory paycheck, which includes about 160 hours of unpaid vacation, nice. and getting myself one of those Breville smart toaster oven air fryer things. Cool. Nice. I have still yet to try one of them. I'm, I'm ready. They look. I mean, I, I I'll. I love I the air like fryer. Or I'll probably just come to my senses and just buy a normal basket style air fryer because I just made garlic like bread in four hundred dollars cheaper. You just make garlic bread in yours tonight? Yeah. That simple. That easy. How long? Yeah. It's, piece of, it's piece of white bread, garlic powder, butter, and then I sprinkled cheese on top of it, and I'll put it in for like five minutes. That's Charlie, delicious. you do realize that an air fryer is just a convection oven, right? Yeah, I do know. Okay, air okay. fryer is just a cooler name. I mean, Jack Donaghy. Shout out Jack Donaghy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the fun cooker. I mean, seriously, they really grabbed me with air fryer. Convection mm -hmm. oven doesn't sell it like air fryer does. No. It's great marketing. 
you know, while we're on the uh, 30 Rock Jack Donaghy reference, I just saw the episode where they're trying to reinvent the microwave oven and he's going with this like <laughs> spur of the moment ideas. They don't have it big enough to fit the large burrito. So they're like four, give it four doors, give it wheels. And at the end he goes, <laughs> we've invented the Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> Pretty much. That shit cracked me up, man. Uh, obscure reference from a, a show. If you, have I will say, I will see no Donaghy monologue beats the whole Brooklyn without limits, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. Halliburton. Yeah, dude. That again. That show. And again, Genius. thank you, Tina Fey. We Shout did not mean Fey. to make this a Tina Fey episode, but. Yeah, thank you, Tina Fey. I mean, that was a, a brilliant episode of Brooklyn Without Limits, which is a total spoof on Urban Outfitters and and her handmade in the USA. <laughs> he goes, it's handmade in USA. The people of USA are filled with immigrants, and the reason their stitches are so good is because they're made with the little hands of orphans. <laughs> <laughs> and they're owned by Halliburton. <laughs> oh, it's so good. That's handmade oh, in Usa. <laughs> oh, Brooklyn Without Limits, dude. That that show is so damn funny. And I know we constantly reference it. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. But it was great. And I miss it. Um <clears throat> before I regale you with my completely on the nose embarrassing Thanksgiving story, and we wrap the show talking about seasonal commercials that really grind our gears. We're going to take another break to hear from our wonderful sponsors, and we'll be right back. You've been listening to another fine, fine podcast on the Rumination Radio Network. This is Game Agent E.T. from Oh God, It Hurts! And we hope you keep on listening to our fine, fine podcast here on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. One perfect sip of my bourbon and Coke. One nice little moment to breathe it all in, and we are back. So Trader Joe's now has, like, this Irish cream liqueur made with barrel-aged barrel bourbon. The Trader's like, Joe? Trader's Joe, yes. And then I was thinking about getting the bottle. I don't really, again, I don't drink, but I was thinking about getting the bottle of that to at least, uh, you know, spice up the old... Uh, weekend morning americano yeah you should look i'm not telling you to i don't drink very often but there are times uh, just like today to. you just got to and it's it's a celebration oh, baby right? i do other things it's like pouring well do that thing too man nobody's telling you to switch just telling you to add i mean hey, sometimes hey, it's a nice little get, sip. Hey, no crossfading i wasn't born yesterday right? <laughs> i like that that's a shirt no crossfading it's pretty good. Pretty good. So, Brando, for a long time, and I'll let Brando tell you, um, and I'll just give him a, a segue in. Brando has always found me ridiculous on many, many levels. Brando, am I right? Oh, yeah. On pretty much okay. every level. On pretty much every level. Uh, he's he's a little hyperbole there, but a lot of levels. Okay. Tiny bit. Tiny bit. Tiny bit. Now, I'm one of those people who intuitively and without control, when I am, say, drinking a late night espresso, again, Brando's eyes are rolling, probably Becky's too. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. You heard them? Yeah, I heard them. Yes. Okay. The, the, 
as I'm drinking the espresso, which if you have a proper espresso cup, it's small. You're really only holding it between three fingers, two fingers and a thumb. I can't give so, him shit. I have some too. You know, and then that pinky finger just naturally wants to counterbalance and stick out. And I take my little steep of a delicious espresso <laughs> and I enjoy it. Usually a breve. Now, why are you Brando, talking like a Frenchman about an Italian drink? Hey, ole. Boom. Okay. <laughs> ole too. Cafe ole. It's French. So the deal is this. I'm at Thanksgiving. And for my family this year, because of all the things you've heard before, my mother's house, blah, mm-hmm. blah. My sister doesn't like people, blah, blah. So she decides she doesn't want to cook and have people over at her place because that's just too much BS she's not into. So this year... She convinces us all to go to Fleming's Steakhouse, which, hey, thank you, Fleming's in New Orleans, Louisiana. And if you have a chance to go and eat there, bring your wallet. Full stop. (laughs) Bring your wallet and be ready to spend it. But look, the food, amazing. I went with a, a, it doesn't matter what I ate, sea bass, fantastic. Um, And the food was great. However, I'm sitting there with, uh, a series of family members that I don't really get to see very often. Namely, in this story, my nephew, Blair. And Blair is, um, you know, he's funny because to me, people who have all have like sort of that, that need to point out everything that makes them uncomfortable that isn't masculine enough are people that are uncomfortable in their masculinity, right? Mm-hmm. And that's my my nephew, and I love him, and he's a great guy. But he's always... Uh, it, uh, like Brando is the farcical one that's giving me jabs and ribbing me over it, but he's clearly being mostly playful. At least he's convinced me that he's being mostly playful. Blair genuinely it's a good mix. has a problem with a lot of the stuff I do. And namely, I'll give you an example um, without throwing him under the bus. For a while, I had to pick that guy up and take him somewhere routinely. And... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the way you said routinely. <laughs> uh, routinely, and uh, you know, m- my wife drives a, a blue Subaru BRZ that I love. It's uh, definitely her car, but I drive it every chance I get. Six speed, standard, fun to drive. So I go and would pick him up in this car, that Subaru blue sports car. Two dudes riding in it, listening to my playlist. Brando, please regale us with your description of what you would describe as my playlist. Mitch would have to bleep too much of it. (laughs) Come on, give me something. (sighs) I don't even know. Music you would hear at the drag show. I feel like I sometimes don't even know you, and it's when I see your playlists. All right, let's just throw a few names out there so people get an idea. Yeah, there's some really good lo-fi funk that I could be passed on for. So Jungle's on their shore. Is there some Foo Fighters? 100%. Is there Prince? Is there Retro? Is there 80s? Is there Disco? All that's there. But, but, there is a ton. And here it comes. EDM. There is a ton (laughs) <laughs> of Todrick RuPaul. Todrick. <laughs> See, okay. I'll say no bad thing. I'll say room. no bad thing about RuPaul. RuPaul. There is because a can't. lot of music. Pet Shop Boys. I know drives uh, yeah. people crazy. So Depeche Mode. You know, a lot of songs Pass. that 
people would say describe as gay party music. I've always been accused of having a love affair with gay party music, and I'm not ashamed. I'm proud. I love my musical choices. They're not in the closet. Those CDs are in the living room. That CD is dating myself. (laughs) But on my playlist is that series of tunes. And every time I would get to pick this guy up routinely, my nephew, uh, I would make sure that I had a playlist full of Todrick and RuPaul and all of the more uh, obvious, if you will, to somebody like him, music that would just have that, you know, like in Family Guy, you'd have them be like, a lot of that. Okay, a lot of that. So famously, on the way to one of these things that we would have to go to, we stop at a corner that's pretty busy with people walking. And there is a good six or eight people sitting at the corner right when we're about to turn right. So they're right outside his door. And I turn up the music. So they hear like RuPaul or even better, Todrick, lips, nails, heels, like the whole thing with the beat bumping. And he looks right at somebody in that's looking through the window and violently puts his palms on the glass and screams, <laughs> And I just took off. And he, you know, it's the funniest thing. It makes him uncomfortable. He's constantly giving me shit. So I just I just want to say I just had an image of you of what you're going to be <laughs> like when you finally accept who you are, because you're going to wind up buying a used Miata. And I could just see you with the same sort of music in that Miata, but you're wearing a pair of pastel Vineyard Vines shorts. You have a pink polo Comfy. shirt and beautiful a yellow cardigan tied around your neck. One does want a hint of color, Brando. Which is, why, is, which, which is why your nails look fabulous. You have to express yourself. And look, I keep my nails tidy, okay? Look, and it's the funniest. It's always an inside joke. In my house, it's always an inside joke. I definitely was the guy who cared way too much about what clothes I wore, how well my hair was done. It was an inside joke forever. And the only time that my wife will outwardly say that she thinks I'm sexy is when I'm covered in sawdust, installing something in the house or working on anything that qualifies as atypical masculine, right? If there's Mm -hmm. wood and power tools, I'm the sexiest man on the planet. If I'm the pretty one, not good. Mm -mm. I can't be the pretty one. That's somehow bad. You know what I mean? Did you never really, you know, hang your clothes up or use your closet because you were afraid of who might come out once you went in there? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I just hung out in there with him, man. I didn't have any shame. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I am I am at Thanksgiving and across from me is my nephew and my parents and my niece is next to me. And of course, everybody's eating steak and turkey and, you know, all this what stuff. What fucking psychopath goes to a steakhouse and orders a turkey? I ordered, well, they had a Thanksgiving menu, right? And so I had, um, I had the, they had a three psychopath. course Thanksgiving menu. I think so too. Uh, and it was, you know, I mean, that's the thing, right? A steakhouse is only going to give you. It'll be good turkey, but it's not, it's just going to be decent. It's just going to be good. They're known for their steaks, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. and for people who don't have the ability to create that three course, they get to have the pie and the whatever. They get all the sides, cranberries, whatever. I I went with the sea bass, so I didn't make it easy on myself, right? I have this beautiful sea bass and I have uh, uh, like like Brussels sprouts and bacon. And so it was a totally off meal. And at the end, everybody's eating their dessert. And I ordered 
and espresso. And, <laughs> and, and I go to pick up this espresso and that pinky just is like, boink, like straight up in the air. And Blair is just looking at me like, bro, that pinky. And I was like, Blair, 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 don't break eye contact with me. I want you to look me dead in the eye while I take this first sip. And he couldn't do it. Nobody could do it. And I was just pinky up, taking my little tiny sip of my espresso. It's because, you know, you know know what happened. (laughs) So he got to see into your soul, and he found something a little too fabulous. <laughs> you found the wrong superhero. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hi. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Let it be known that Studio 42, Ruminations Radio Network, Brevity Box, and especially me, am a fan and an ally of the LGBT nation. Let's make that perfectly yeah, clear. Yeah, 100%. One, I'm more mocking his weirdness about it, not mine. I don't give one. I'm just buck. mocking Charlie is just hiding his true self. <laughs> I'm embracing my versatility. Keep telling okay. yourself that, Senator Graham. Hey, look, I, I can't help it if I got fucking funk and groove. I can move them hips. I got dance steps for days. I can the, yeah, but, yeah, but that's not the problem. It's the EDM that's the problem. EDM is EDM. beautiful, and you know it. No. <sighs> Rejection, rejection, rejection. How dare you hate on me? I feel attacked. Canceled. I feel yeah. like I feel like EDM fans can't change their own car tire. <laughs> uh this one can. I'm the one in ten. So it's probably about like Just one saying. in one hundred, to be honest with you. Oh, you're making Just me feel saying. even more special. Thank you. <laughs> so that was my funny uh self self-deprecating, if you I guess, maybe, but hilarious to me that those things make people uncomfortable they always have they used to make brando uncomfortable back back to the point where he would be so you know you could grab the espresso cups like a normal person if you just pony up the extra 90 cents for the double walled ones right? like a full fist i have to just fold it raw <laughs> like a coffee mug <laughs> i'm just saying it gives you options why can't you accept my love brando <laughs> <laughs> Go oh sell God. crazy someplace else. I'm all stuck. We're all up stocked here. up here. That's one of my favorite quotes ever. Uh, all right, all right. Let's end the show with ultimately a Becky story. A Becky story. <laughs> but to set it up, to set it up, Brando, you up. and I have something in common here. The holidays always bring on a specific type of commercial. Fuck and Christmas. Every Christmas. Every Christmas, it's these commercials. And sometimes they just regurgitate them from the years before. And I know that you you have your own version of these commercials that upset you. You have mentioned a Lexus commercial before, but me specifically to car commercials. It's, it's mine, all the same one, and it's always a luxury brand. The luxury brands bother me. I just, I, I mean, I love the real world mentality. If you've ever had to bust your ass for a living like Becky works harder than Brando and I combined. Oh. And, you know, so oh, it's like yeah. for, for you to have to earn your dollar and That's pay your dollar, the idea that, especially now, like literally a couple of years into, into COVID protocol, a new variant swimming around that we're not quite sure about, maybe good news in the end, maybe terrible news in the end, who knows? But with all that shit, unemployment, financial troubles from your average person everybody's affected by gas prices are up blah 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 these motherfuckers are still selling 
the the same commercial that if you love your significant other, you'll buy them a Lexus at the holiday event or the Toyota holiday event, the Celathon, or the GMC commercial where somehow it's okay for the his little beautiful wife and i'm sure they have a great relationship and she's like i got you a watch he's like i got you a little something too and they go outside and it's two vehicles that i mean brando not that you would have extensive experience on the value of vehicles but what is a brand new four-door full-size gmc pickup and a suv four-door like limited exclusive package gmc we're talking at least six figures in debt I mean, for both. For both. I mean, some of those trucks themselves can run up to seventy-five grand, eighty-five plus grand. Yeah. Bonkers. And and of course he walks out and he's like, "Okay, here you go." And of course she runs over to the truck. She's like, "I love it." And he's like, "Well, that one's not." She's like, "I love it." And he's like, "I like red." Like he's gonna take the SUV. And uh, newsflash. Brando and I are both the kinds of pricks that would be like, ha, 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 the truck is mine. (laughs) (laughs) You can take your Seiko and take it back. (laughs) It's not even going to pay the tax on that fucking SUV. Yeah, bothers me. What is this, this, a citizen? Bitch, please. Yeah. (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly. It's my truck. It seems so uh, basic, you know. Oh, here you go. So those annoy me. The Lexus ones annoy me because the only thing I think of is that when that first or second car payment comes, along with the insurance, they're going to be pissed. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. The way they stage those homes. The way they stage those homes, those people are obviously buying them in cash. But still, (laughs) you know there are some people that are leveraged up to the tits in debt. Yeah, want to do something dumb like that. No, they show up with an Amex card made of metal. I mean, that that's what yeah, the, the one that weighs three pounds, but it's just a card. It's made yeah. out of magnesium or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, there are definitely people who can afford it, and good for them. No hate towards the the fortunate who can just go out and do that. Great. Fuck you and awesome. your trickle down one percent. I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> but for most people. For most people in the way they represent that demographic, it's not like they're, look, if those were two 50-year-olds, it'd be one thing. But those are usually two 30-year-olds or younger. And you're right. They're, they're leveraged to the hilt. They're, they're living beyond their means, and they're paying everything off, which is, look, that's the American way, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what Mr. Spacely always told us every year when profit-sharing time came around? Had Spacely Sprockets laid yes. on me? Pay off your debts with this. And look, that's wise. I mean, and and good advice. Save Mm -hmm. and invest in something low risk. Mr. Spacely was a good man. He retired and his fuckhead son took over, who definitely has a coke problem. (laughs) It's like horrible bosses. Things just ain't been the same. (laughs) I was about to say, it's Colin Farrell. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and just go with the bit. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. totally. Totes. Definitely has a coke problem. Dude, it just I know those things frustrate me. So we were sharing this as we normally do, talk about some notes before the show. Tell him you love him with a brand new BMW X5. And a blowjob. Uh, I listen, can I return the BMW and just take the second gift? <laughs> 
or take the equivalent value to the first gift in the second gift? Like, or, is there like a voucher? Or how about program? how the fuck do you know what I want in the car? Well, hundred percent. How do you? And look, you're. It's a trap, right? Because if it's a car that you don't want, how are you going to get through that fight? Oh, I love it, but uh, you know, honey, I, I'm not. You know, I'm, look. I'm, if you're going to do this, you pulled this stunt on the test drive. Oh, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, that's that test drive is the way to go. Mm-hmm. But how fucked up would it be if you showed up with a BMW and your and either husband or wife is like, you know, I love Audi. <laughs> you and you're spoiled like, little shithead. Oh, fu- I mean, yeah, that's a. F- I would tell her, you know, you know what? No, marriage no, over. No, 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 no. You're wrong. You know what? You say, I'm sorry, honey. I was wrong. This is a big purchase. I should have checked with you first. I'm going to take this back to the dealership and I'm going to get you an Audi S5. Oh, brand I'm going to call you real. later. And then I'm going Brando to a fucking divorce. Real. And then I'm going to a fucking divorce lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> she got the Audi and nothing else. Nah, she ain't getting Ouch. shit. So getting we nothing. talked about this. We were joking about this. And in a way, not shockingly, right? Because Becky has had an interesting series of lives. I think she's had like seven lives at this point. She's laying it on us that she's got a funny story about this and literally has a direct connection to something like this happening. And that's, I think it's totally appropriate that we end the show on that note. Yes. So there, I think we've done a good job of setting it up. Mm -hmm. Becky, tell us this fucking story. So in my family, (laughs) I have two older siblings and a younger sibling. And the older siblings are quite older than me. So for their Christmas present one year, they got cars when they were 16. And so my 16th birthday comes around and it's Christmas and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get a car this year. I'm going to get a car. And they're not any kind of fancy cars like these commercials. It's like something that, you know, our parents bought at the car auction and like, we're right. like, oh, you got to get son, a job, here's your right? Eight- it's Tercel. Don't die. Here's your here's your Dodge Neon or your like ten year old something or another. So Dodge, I was like, Dodge Neon, a synonym for never getting laid. <laughs> so uh, actually, I had a Dodge Neon and I got laid a lot. So yeah, but you're a girl. <laughs> you're, a girl. <laughs> you're a girl. It's different. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude's not doing anything in a um, Dodge Neon, man. So, no, no matter how much you do. So at this point between my my 16th birthday Christmas and like previously my siblings my parents had gotten a divorce but I was like still under the impression I was like oh I'm still gonna get a car like they're gonna go in together and get one so I woke up Christmas morning and I didn't get a car (laughs) from my mom and I was like okay it's at my dad's house and I was like oh I'm so excited and so I go over to my dad's house and he goes here Becky (laughs) I got you a hula hoop. <laughs> and I went, what? yeah, I went, thanks. <laughs> Everybody else got a fucking car and you got a hula hoop? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I had How to, did they uh... get the hula hoop out of your dad's ass? That's some Ferris dealer <laughs> shit right there. Well, I got really upset and I was like, everybody else got it. I was like, my brother got a car. My sister got a car. And he's like, yeah, well. Times are tough. You got to get a job, kid. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, then, so then three years later when my brother turned 16, guess what he gets? 
A fucking car. A car. A Cadillac. My brother got a Cadillac. <laughs> your parents are doing. You you parents sound like very traditional parents that value the man child more. My father. My mom loves me. <laughs> No, but my family's like that too. My sister gets really sick of it because, you know, mm-hmm. she'll show up and she'll go, Hi, baby. Nice to see you. But if me and my brother shows up, she's like, My son. <laughs> and fucking my sister just can't stand it. She gets so pissed off. Uh, I've I it's really sad, but I've come to like expect oh, it. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was really funny. Sorry, Tina, you can't pass the name along. (laughs) (laughs) You are not as valuable in Sorry, Becky, you don't have a dick. (laughs) Yeah, you you have no rights in the 20th century. Sorry, you came out with a vagina. Oh Here's my a god, hula hoop. a hula hoop. <laughs> yeah, if you would like to buy Becky a hula hoop this Christmas, <laughs> let us know. And you can send, give us your information. We'll give you some more. It, it. it was like the, the hula hoop, the 99 cent hula hoops you get at Walmart. And it, the broke. Store. it broke. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do I do with this? <laughs> So I was like tossing it. You know how like you would toss the hula hoops and then they would come back to you? And I would I tossed it and and then it broke and I was like, well, there goes my Christmas present. (laughs) Holy shit. It's sad and hilarious. Sad and hilarious. My trauma. Now the real awesome move would have been if secretly back at your mom's house the car was waiting for you. Well, actually, oh, yeah, like a, totally a couple like weeks ingrate. later, <laughs> like a couple weeks yep. later, my mom realized that my father hadn't done anything for me, and she was so pissed. So my step, my stepdad, and my mom, being the saints that they are, helped me buy a a Dodge Neon. Oh, the yeah. late, manual the or automatic car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, manual or automatic. Manual. Good hot. for you. Hot, hot. Yeah. Yep, fell in love with my my wife for that reason. She could really, she really knew how to drive a five speed coupe like a pro. And her dad, kudos to her dad. Shout outs to her dad for teaching her how to drive a manual shift in a forty eight GMC pickup. Nice four on the floor. I mean, that's that's high level. Mm-hmm. And and she 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 can she drives better than me in a lot of ways. I mean, truly, she is a aggressive sports car driver um I, I i do have to to pin up on your story there because i had a similar experience with a stepdad who is insanely um watching his pennies at every moment i love the man so i'm not i am not gonna call him a cheap motherfucker but he's you know very <laughs> conservative <My> brother <laughs> <laughs> but that guy i wanted a car so bad from you know 16 same thing and I to to and this is not to play on Brando's bit earlier, but it's so fucking funny that it's true. The car that I wanted when I was 16 was a Miata. <laughs> <laughs> little on the nose, little oh, on the nose. God. Well, to be fair, at that age, you probably don't realize the implication. <laughs> the implication. No, I didn't. Um, the I wanted a red Miata. I wanted a red Miata. And I kept telling them, I want a red Miata. Give me a, a, anything. I want a red Miata. I want a you know, little coupe, little roadster. What and year was came. this? When did Miatas come out? <laughs> it was like one of the first generation Miatas. So I really wanted a Miata. 
Um, and it came 100% because my stepdad at the time was driving around a 1973 MG midget. And if you don't know what that car is, it's a British built roadster and it's a hey, convertible. Hey, it's an MG car. little person. <laughs> it's my MG little person roadster. <laughs> Uh, and I drove it, and it was a great car, standard, and I wanted a modern version of it. So the build-up to this was tense, so I totally relate to that, Becky. I, I They had kept dropping breadcrumbs for me to follow. Mm-hmm. And on the day, I was like, the, you know, he, he builds it up. He's like, I have a surprise for you. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. And this is when he – this is when he's first – coming into the house, first marrying my mom after my mom mm-hmm. being a single parent for a long time. There mm-hmm. was a lot of tension. We have definitely had our rounds. Well, yeah, you're railing, he's railing your mom. There's going to be yeah, tension. Yeah, not the, oh, uncomfortable. Now I want to punch him in the fucking face. Bro, I'm um, still doing it. How's that for a picture? Uh, no, definitely not. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But truly, not liking the guy, and here's a good chance for him to win extra credit, right? Probably could have gotten more leeway from me not being such a uh, uh, misbehaving shit like I was. And he tells me that he got me something. He got me something. I'm like, what? And he goes, I got you a little red sports car. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> I got the Miata. And I'm just, I mean, fucking excited. I come home after school. I walk in the house and he's like, are you ready? I was like, yeah, totally out of my mind excited. I go out to the garage. He hits the garage door. And I'm not kidding. This could not have been set up more cinematic. Think Ferris Bueller's Day Off when they walk on on the GT California. Like the just you're waiting for it to be unveiled. The garage door is going up. And the thing that I see is like a mid-70s Dodge Challenger. And I mean when the body style shrank. It didn't have the power. It was awkward looking. It was not red. It was very used. Burgundy? Was it burgundy? It was like burnt orange. <laughs> and it had plaid in uh, uh, that plaid bad 70s burnt orange. Bad 70s burnt orange. <laughs> plaid interior. Yes. Four cylinder American car to try to compete with Toyota in the mid 70s, like a 74 or 76. No power. I don't man. even know what the fuck you're talking about. So I gotta look this up. And I'm not shitting you like shag carpet. Like it was <laughs> and that that weird 70s beige interior. Like I it was the most awful car known to man. It was it was the I I'll never get laid. I would never have gotten laid in that car. It was a real hunk of shit. Uh, and I, I will post pictures of it because I was know it I have it. 80s by chance? Mm. I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe might have been early '80s, but it was awful. Oh yeah, no. These okay. Yeah, these are horrible. Awful, awful. How could you? Do, and he he's describing it as a little red sports car. What came out was a burnt orange reject '70s disco turd. Like it was fucking <laughs> awful. All right, and I I couldn't have hated it more. Oh my god, I found a picture of the planetarium. <laughs> <laughs> Post that shit to Discord. We'll share it on Instagram. Oh, my God. It was the worst car known to man for a 16-year-old boy. Oh, I think I found the burnt orange, too. Just terrible. 
So I relate to you, Becky. I, this is a situation where I wish he would have just given me a fucking hula hoop. <laughs> I would have been much happier. <laughs> I would have been happier getting in that hula hoop than I well, ever was. All my in that siblings, car. of all my siblings, I was the one that needed the car because they were so sick of driving me to all my after school activities. They were like, God, Dude, I can't it. wait till you drive. <laughs> is that it? That's totally it, bro. <laughs> Check the Discord, Becky. I'm but it had plaid interior, not this gray interior. <laughs> Don't worry, we got another one coming. Oh, oh my god! Oh Becky, my god. be prepared to be probably turned off for a solid month. Yeah, you're gonna go straight into <laughs> straight into northern accent. Oh yeah. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. It looks like think- somebody cut up boxers and sewed them to the seats. It totally does, but that, but the interior and the one I had was like beige, Ew. like <laughs> beige pleather, and then the 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 plaid was like reddish and orange too. It was just terrible, dude. I it was, we don't feel so bad about my Tercel. <laughs> yeah, your Tercel got more action than that car would ever get. Oh, it definitely did. Oh my god, we'll definitely post those pictures to Instagram. Yeah. And uh, as a reminder, you can check us out on Instagram and and just. Look up Brevity Box Podcast. You'll find us. Guys, that shit was funny. That was a fun <laughs> episode, and I needed it. Thank yeah. you. Well, that's it for this episode, episode 40. This is 40 unfucking real. We've done 40 episodes. Proud of it. Proud to be part of this network. With um, this milestone, we need to eat, each one of us needs to leave our listener, Mitch, with a good <laughs> piece of advice for dealing with family this holiday season. Becky, why don't you go first? Oh, good piece of okay. Go ahead. You can always go to the bathroom. Escape, escape hatch, bathroom yeah. escape hatch. Brando, be sure to uh, be sure to drink water. That liquor will catch up on you fast. <laughs> My That's why you go be... to the bathroom. <laughs> fair, fair. In my family, there's always a group. And look, this was reflected in a recent episode of Big Mouth. There's always that couple of guys who go for the Christmas walk around the block. And if you don't know what they're doing on that walk, maybe you should go and find out. Because somebody's got a nice, effective spliff. And what (laughs) I recommend is go to the family event just a little baked yourself before the turkey gets baked on its own. And then somewhere in the middle... Take that little walk around the neighborhood with your fam. Enjoy a little uh, a little toke, and then come back. It'll make everything easier, Better. and you won't be as <laughs> triggered. You will not be as triggered to want to fight all the crazy, insane shit and the odd questions that people want to ask and probe you with at Thanksgiving or Christmas. And uh, I guess with that, we'll be building up to Christmas, so we have a couple episodes to go before then. Um, Christmas. Hope everybody had Christmas. a happy Thanksgiving. I know you do four tree red flags. Hundred <laughs> percent Disney princess. Love it. You just perhaps jealous. next time. Perhaps next I time a little bit. to keep it a little Christmassy. I'll tell you about how I got an eye surgeon to tell me to shut the fuck up because during Twilight Anesthesia on December second, they were playing Christmas music in the OR, and I fucking hate Sleigh Ride, especially that part where the T two by fours clap together. <laughs> Well, there's the story. We didn't need to say it next time. Oh, I, I was about to say. I, I she told me to the shut tease. the fuck up because she was starting to laugh. Oh, I like and she tease, had micro though. tools in my eyeball. That's not smart. No, not smart at well, all. Guys, 
Good show, good show, good show. Listener, listeners now with Becky's friend. Uh, thanks for coming back. Keep coming back. We got some more stuff up, to Nikki? talk about. <laughs> What's up, Nikki? Shout out to Nikki. Well, that's it. In the books, episode 40. Thank you for checking us out and sticking with us, listening to our podcast. Come back next time. Uh, we are brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. You can find out more about the Ruminations Radio Network at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. And we are also brought to you by Area 42 Studios and Sound. You like that funky groove at the beginning of the show? You like the funky groove we exit on? All that is created by the mad genius in the studio who's editing and make us sound much more professional than we might actually be, and we owe him a million for it. Thank you, Mitch. Shout out to Mitch, of course. He won't hit us this time. That's good. He won't hit us this time. He won't hit us this time. But we'll see you on episode 41. Thanks again, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Where's Brando's bye? Bye. Bye. <laughs> just 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 stop. Bye. Do it do a deep bye for me, Becky. Brando bye. 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 <laughs> bye. We know you've been scared watching horror movies by yourself. Well, now you don't have to. Hang out with Ruminations of Red Rum. All things horror, from movies to the latest spooky games we've played. Come hang out. But hurry. The killer's behind you! <laughs>